This process is encoded in our DNA. It's at the core of our reproductive processes. And when we think about what teaching and learning is, this process is fundamental. Identifying the truth which existed before us and doing our part to amplify that truth. Find more content from the heart and mind of Dr. Dwayne at drdwaynemd.substack.com. That's d-r-d-w-a-y-n-e-m-d.substack.com. Come vibe with our tribe. We are tribal by nature. We make war and eventually we learn the medicine of peace. Let's sit now like our mothers at the communal table and our fathers around communal fire, listening for the resonance that turns noise to music. Just as a surgeon orchestrates healing in the body, I invite you to this symphony of the heart and mind. Because after 20 years, this sober cancer surgeon knows this above all. Our strongest medicine flows from the heart. Now if you're ready, let's dig deep. Well, it's week three. Week three of 12 rules for life on Mars. That's how this started out. Let's see how it ends. Today, this morning, actually, it's about 3.30 a.m. here in Tulsa. And I'm not only sitting, hmm, but I'm resonating here in a space that I never imagined was possible But now that I recognize and embrace as being distinctly and genuinely my own, of course, this is where my life has brought me. Of course, my voice is carrying this message. Because in a space that preceded every bit of knowledge that I've worked so desperately to acquire over the last 52 years, every bit of external validation that my life's journey has sought to achieve So many surrogates for self-esteem, which eventually rang hollow. This moment, this day, this singular point in time and space, here, (laughs) in the Phil Brook Museum District of Tulsa, Oklahoma.
If you told me that my life would have brought me to this point in the fabric of time and space, I would have been skeptical. But now, I have no doubt that my life will take me to places far beyond my imagination. Because today, I became an upright base. (laughs) And that's what I'm here to talk about. The conversation which brought me just one more step more fully into the awareness and embodiment of the truth that has endeavored to set me free for as long as I can remember. The awareness of who I am. And finally, the mindset which allows that person to step in to being. Now the point and the rule for our survival and sustainability, yes, in this place that we find ourselves today, but more importantly, as a species, more importantly, all of those that we love, known and unknown. George Bernard Shaw summed it up this way. Life is no brief candle to me. It is a sort of splendid torch which I have got hold of for the moment. And I want to make it burn as brightly as possible before handing it on to future generations. This process is encoded in our DNA. It's at the core of our reproductive processes. And when we think about what teaching and learning is, This process is fundamental. Identifying the truth which existed before us and doing our part to amplify that truth, to establish it in the earth and all points beyond. So today... Wow, a dream came true. Today I met my vocal coach. And a year ago, well, today I met her (laughs) in real time. Though I had met her in spirit a year ago, she had transferred the truths of her life 
and her study and her experience to the digital dimension. I'm talking about her book, The Power of Voice. And I'm talking about none other than Denise Woods, the illustrious treasure, which is Denise Woods. We were finally able to connect in real time. And in a moment, we were entangled <laughs> like quantum particles. And what she said to me was that I see you as a standing base. Now that caught me off guard. <laughs> because surely I was a first violin. <laughs> or first trumpet like I was in marching band. But very quickly... As I sat in the moment, as I then engaged my intellectual curiosity and read about this instrument, oh, it was such an insightful transfer of truth. It was like that moment in the color purple where revived Suge Avery. <laughs> returns the favor to the one who scratched the song out of her head. <laughs> now for the uninitiated, just go to the show notes. <laughs> the YouTube video will transfer to you in just a few minutes what you need to know. In that moment... The diminutive, fearful, instinct-driven ceiling is transformed into a flower whose bloom had only just begun. Right there, in the presence and the shadow of her torturers, one bright light infused her with the gift of life. And she did it in song. She did it in the resonances which transferred meaning. Yes, using words and chords and structures which at their essence are inventions, which in their essence are constructs. They're obligate vehicles for the transfer of meaning. But they indeed were the vessel for a deeper, more powerful, sustaining and abiding truth. which one revived soul transferred to another so that she 
could come to life and bring the gifts that she had been carrying around, hidden, sequestered, and kept from view so that she could transfer those to the world that was waiting. (laughs) Eventually, we all got to see Miss Seely's pants, and even Mr. got him a pair. Well, that moment happened for me today. It was an aftershock from truly the earthquake, which was a visible and tangible fault line in my psyche this past summer. I made a podcast about it and wrote a Substack article. How I learned not to give a fuck. It was a moment that followed a historic storm right here in this very city in which the deep-rooted, venerable trees of this beautiful neighborhood They were uprooted by a force that was unpredictable, historic even, in both its appearance and its impact. So many beautiful lessons were uncovered in the aftermath of that storm. And most profoundly, who we are when we're Stripped, ripped away from, disconnected from the technology that, yes, empowers us, but also keeps us perennially distracted. In the shadow of that storm, in the aftermath of its force, we were able to see each other. I learned the names of people I had walked past for days, weeks, and months. They'd walked past me too. I was reminded what it felt like to meet a new human presence Absence, any Facebook stalking. Absent, any internet research. And just to let the presence of that being resonate with my own. That's what Sugar Avery did for Seely in that song, Miss Seely's Blues. She said, you've been on my mind. We're two of a kind. I'm keeping my eyes on you. So whether it's in the form of juke joint blues or in the efficiency of haiku, There's a resonant truth there. 
behind which is a pure intention to touch, to empower, to nurture and inspire, to cultivate in each plot of dark earth something which is greater than the earth itself. The standing base. It's a big old instrument. (laughs) It's difficult to transport. Maybe even hard to live with. How you get that damn thing through an airport, in and off of tour buses, (laughs) in and out of concert halls, take some effort. But the beauty of the instrument is that it translates the energy of a very soft sound into a deep and powerful resonance. It doesn't even have the gift of volume, but it's the ability to transfer that small vibration to all of the aspects of this hollow, beautiful instrument and allow the rich resonance to unfold. That is the contribution of the standing base. And what it does for the orchestra is set the tone, provide the structure, erect the scaffolding, push and support the pace alter and control the tempo, give all the other stars in the constellation the foundation and the fabric that they need to shine. So yes, I am a standing base. And that is why I'm here behind this microphone in this digital space transferring the treasure of my revived experience. This is my Suge Avery moment. Because just like her, God knows I was ailing. Busted. But I was not without hope. And neither was I without help. Like Shug, I had to stop looking at those that would help me with scorn 
and I had to let them do for me what I could not do for myself. And then, I had to pick myself up, dust myself off, and do it all over again until the day arrived. (laughs) This day, in which the power of my journey speaks for itself. There's a resonance. There's a foundational tone. There is a force that binds us all together. And try as we might, we cannot escape it. Just like the storm that ripped up our venerable trees, some of which were sound and healthy, but many of which were hollow shells. We will either embrace that which connects us, we will either prepare a future in which we can all be sustained or we will be washed away by forces greater than our own. So the challenge is to face the music, look in the mirror, remembering that we are indeed two of a kind. I've got my eyes on you. Love and light. Find more content from the heart and mind of Dr. Dwayne at drdwaynemd.substack.com. That's drdwaynemd.substack.com. Come vibe with our tribe.